0: Bung, bung. Are you going through a tough breakup? You don't know how to cope. I recommend eating your feelings at Ace's Pizza and Liquor. Go there. Forget about who it is. that's just torn your heart out. Slit it. Slid it down a, you know, a mossy rock into a cold, cold... River, only to be eaten by a deep water fish that we know nothing about she's not worth it bro or he go to Ace's Pizza and Liquor stick your face into an authentic Italian pie pepperoni you know the Ace's special oh delicious they got liquor beer young blood beer whatever beer you like Frangelico you know what's that other one the lemon one Lemoncello, get in there baby. This is this is some of the best pizza you can get in Adelaide and I recommend it highly. I cannot speak highly enough of this establishment. The staff are so friendly, so helpful. They make you feel right at home. They make you feel like royalty. You feel like you've you're at a silver service place, but you know, it's affordable. It is a family environment. It's a beautiful place. You've got to get there. Ace's Pizza. It's in the heart of the city. Right next to the Adelaide Central Market in, uh, and uh, Chinatown. Get there. Ace's Pizza. It is fantastic. I love it. I, I get it once a week at least. You need to get in there. Ace's Pizza in the heart of Adelaide. Um, welcome to the party is also brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee. The best coffee uh, ever made, they said. Um and who's that the world coffee association the wca best coffee in the world at bung bung coffee get involved bungbungcoffee.com tell your friends about it buy it if you know someone that uh that owns a restaurant a cafe a you know an office or not owns an office but you know runs an office and wants, you know, an automatic coffee machine with that Bung Bung Coffee in it, tell them and get them to contact uh, Bung Bung Coffee, bungcoffee.com. Bung or Clay at bung bung coffee.com. just hit us up, buy some of this good, good nectar, we love it, you're going to love it, support Bung Bung Coffee, let's start the show. Welcome to the Welcome to the party, Bung Bung! It's your man Clay aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the Captain, the Tom Brady of podcasting, yes! Because I'm the GOAT of this shit, and also, I'm wearing Uggs, baby, wearing them Uggs. Um, And... Uh, you know, I think a few episodes ago—I don't know how many—five, five episodes ago, I was talking about um, the Uggs, and you know, not being, not being too impressed by them. And I've got them on my feet right now, but you know what? They're too small. They only go up to a size. Um, hold on, let's have a look here. Check this out. Okay, forty-seven. What's that in you know real numbers? Hold on, what have we got here? It's a fourteen, which is my size, but they must run a bit small. Uh, you know, in my Nikes, in my Adidas, I wear the fourteen. It's it fits nice. These slippers, these Uggs, these are a size fourteen, and honestly, my toes are really jammed up. Are they warm? Yes. Do they have, since since the Americans or whoever's making them now, they're not even Australian anymore, okay? Someone else is making these shits. I don't even know if it's real Australian sheep that they're using or what, what kind of sheep they're using, what kind of animal products they're putting in. it. Um, but the sole of the shoe is more of an outdoor sole now. It used to be more of a slipper joint. Now it's like hard outdoor swag. And if I'm gonna be straight up honest with you, I'm I'm not sold on these shits, but it is hard to find slippers that I like that one I like and two come in my size. You know? Um hold on, my fucking cans are all you know, there that's better. They weren't fitting right. Jeez, this is a real professional setup. Um Oh, what am I talking about today? The whole UGG boot game. Dude, I can't believe I was talking that much shit about UGG boots the other week, and now look at me sitting here in them. But I'm not sold on them like everyone else. Oh, that's a good coffee, bro, and you know it. Um, bowling. I told you guys I went bowling this week for work. And honestly, I you know, I was probably top three in my company and like my whole bit, you know, my not bung bung coffee, but my nine to five job, we all went out there, went bowling as a team activity, you know, relax, you know, um, get out of the office, get away from, you know, the mental health of it all. And we went, we went bowling and, you know, I've, I don't know how to do spin, so I'm just bowling straight balls, and that's good because I don't get gutter balls ever. I never get a gutter ball because I make sure that bitch goes down the center. But I do get seven ten splits more often than I'd like. Um, if you know what that is, seven ten—that's the number of the pins—and it's just—it's unless you're a pro, it's almost impossible to fucking pull off a seven ten split. You know, to actually hit this the seven pin to make it. Sp- fly across the the lane and hit the 10 pin, you know, 10 pin bowling. And I always set up the 7-10 split and obviously can't finish it off. I can only hit one pin, which is usually the 7 or the 10. And so I end up with a score of 9 for that frame. You understand that? So I'm not great at bowling. And it, it reminded me of a time I went, I went bowling with my dad a lot because, you know, divorce... So when you go to your dad's house on the, you know, every second weekend was his custody arrangement, right? So every second weekend I'd go to my dad's house and it'd be activities. There's this place called time zone, which was just like an arcade. And if if any youngins are watching, you don't even know what an arcade is. They used to, instead of video games being in your house, bro, they used to be in a establishment. So it was like a building with just arcade games. So, each different thing, a whole console would just have one game in it. And these things, these things looked like vending machines. The whole thing was one game. So you'd go and you'd play Mario, then you'd walk to the next game, and that'd be Street Fighter, and then you'd walk to Mortal Kombat, and then you would walk to NBA Jam. You understand that? So that's what an arcade is. And then they had these other things called like um oh shit. What's that game called? Where there's a ramp and it's like a wooden ball, and you roll the ball up the ramp and it jumps and it goes in a hole. Uh, I don't have Boardman in here today to do Googling, bruh, but um, shit, what was that game called? I know people are in their cars, like sm- slamming their fucking um, steering wheels, saying the game at me, you know, about to deploy their airbags and shit. Um, fuck, what is that shit? I keep wanting to say like wiffle ball, but wiffle ball isn't that. It's that's a out like that's a you know, small man's baseball. Um, anyway, but that that game. Ski ball, skee ball, it's called Ski Ball, just remembered it. Thank God. Um, the basketball hoops, you you guys have probably seen on, you know, Instagram, TikTok, these, you know, for you know, oriental gentlemen doing double handed just so many points just racking them bitches up so that uh there was that uh what else kind of games was in there you know the claw games where you you know you never win shit um and there's some good youtube videos on that too where dudes just can win every time that there's just dudes that know what it is um what else do they be playing bro in an arcade Oh yeah, like driving games, NASCAR, no Daytona USA, they called it, and then there was like motorbikes, and you'd sit on the motorbike, lean, all that shit. Not the lean that you kids are talking about in future, you know. Went to the times okay, time zone, it's sensational. Oh, and that's when you look for the, uh, you know, you got to do it yourself when the board man's not here. Sensational. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I was what was I talking about? Oh yeah, so I used to all activities, you know, on weekends, um, every second weekend weekend with my old man, and an activity that we would regularly do was bowling. Okay, with my stepmom, and she was a she that was the sport that she did growing up. So she was good at it. She had her own ball and shit, and um, you know, honestly, that's that. I was at an age already, what I where I knew what was dope, you know, and that's that. Stage, I was like, yeah, footies, dope, basketballs, dope, you know, real sports. And I was like, oh, like this is some whack shit. Somebody that took up bowling, you know, like what is that about? And you know, that's you know, lasting first impressions. You know, people, people see that. People, dude, people have met me before and been like oh, this dude's straight up retarded. Like, and then that's what they think of me because they try and talk to me and I get all, you know, anxiety. Don't talk back. And they're like, oh shit, he's got problems. Or they'll ask me a simple question. I won't even know how to answer it. Or I'll just be like... Mm. Or sometimes I don't hear things. I've got bad hearing, I found out too. So sometimes I just don't hear shit. So I don't respond. Dude, and with masks on now, bro, I, someone... Oh, check this out. At work the other day, I'm using a mug, right? Drinking some bung bung coffee. And I'm using a mug that's, you know, remember Joey from Friends? And it says, how you doing on it? And someone was approaching me and she says, how you doing? Like, as in the mug. And I thought, she said, what you doing? And um, I responded to her just getting some water. She said, how are you doing? And I said, just getting some water. And then I went back to my desk and I put my mug on my desk and I read the mug and I was like, oh, shit. She said, how you doing? Because I was holding this mug. Now she thinks that I have, you know, you know I, 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 I went to special education classes in primary school. That's what she thinks. She thinks that I used to, you know, ride the bus wearing a helmet and shit. That's what she probably thinks of me. When I fucking respond, you know, just getting a water—that's real retarded shit, bro. Okay, so so that's that's what I'm saying is first impressions count, and when I find out, you know, early in the piece that someone is a bowler, I'm kind of like, ooh, you know, um. But yeah, so she would be pretty good at bowling and she'd be smoking us. And then my dad would end up but she's no off, Like, dude, this is this is pretty crazy to say. Like, I'll just tell you this straight up before I won't I'll just give a bit of a preamble. My stepmom has um muscular dystrophy, which is sort of like a disease where your muscles sort of just um yeah, like Hold on, let's find the the meaning of it in, in um, Google here. So, muscular... Okay, Wikipedia will try. Muscular dystrophy... No, let's go to just Google. Muscular... Dystrophy... Muscular dystrophy is a group of diseases that cause progressive weakness and loss of muscle mass. In muscular dystrophy, abnormal genes or mutations interfere with the production of proteins needed to form healthy muscle. There are many kinds of muscular dystrophy. Okay, so I don't know what kind she's got, um, but this kind of disease, right, it gets progressively worse. You know, it takes it just takes from you. Like it says, it, it um, interferes with the production of proteins needed to form healthy muscle, which means your muscles don't really grow, okay? You get weak, you eventually, you know, and what does that mean? You can't fucking get up, you can't walk. And she, you know, she falls over a lot. She can still walk, but she shuffles a fair bit. She does a lot of falling over and things like that. And it's pretty sad stuff, man, um, you know. I guess eventually it means, you know, the worst thing, but like it's at this stage, it seems to be pretty slow. So, so she's still going to be around for a while for, you know, my, my half brothers and all of that. So that's good. But yeah, it's, it's a sad disease, man. And um, I don't know how long she had it for. I, I guess it's supposed to be genetic. So I don't know if that means she was born with it. And like only later in life she got, she's probably like shit, I don't know, 45 or something, maybe she's 50, I don't know, I think she's around 45, but, um, so she's got this disease, so, but she would, she's very small lady to begin with, and she would, like, play, play a game and smoke us, right, and then she would sit out the second game, because she would, like, she would have, like, sore arm, you know, um, So dad and I would play and then dad would be smoking me and talking shit. Listen, I'm 10 or 11 years old, right? And I couldn't take the shit talk. And he would make me cry, bro, playing bowling. He would make me cry. Hold on, let me have a sip of this bun bun coffee before it goes cold. And you know, that's not child abuse or nothing. And it made me a competitor and I ended up you know, being dope. And what I did, I still am, right? How many people have podcasts with 305 episodes? Answer that competitors only like me um hard workers bro and that's this man made me a competitor a hard worker a fucking hustle I grind all that shit bro um and that you know that kind of shit where he would make me cry turn me into that and maybe it made me a bit of a monster I I think you know I've told I've talked about it before you know the whole Jimmy Butler thing at um Minnesota, yo, I didn't, you know, I didn't fuck any of my teammates, girls or whatever, but like I would, I would call people bitches and like, you know, get, you know, try to be motivating, but from like probably more negativity than positivity. I don't like to clap at people that are fucking up. Do you know what I'm saying? I like to, hey, hey, you're fucking up right now know that, and know that I believe you can do better, would I say it like that, no, I'd be like, get your shit together, fuck boy, you know, shit like that, the fuck's wrong with you, where's your fucking head at, fucking soft, you pussy, you know, F word this, you know, back in the day, you're allowed to say the F word, not that I have a problem that you're not allowed to say it, I think it's a bad one, you shouldn't say it, but back in the day, before education, before progression, we used to say that, I used to say that, I don't, now, I'd say it sometimes as a joke on the potty or like whatever, but, uh, um, yeah, so she would sit out, dad would make me cry and shit, and then one night we went what's called twilight bowling, where all the lights are off and it's all like black lights, so you, they've got all these fluoro shapes on the walls and you can see, you know, they're glowing in the dark, you know, if anyone's ever sprayed out on the wall, that's glowing in the dark if anyone's been murdered in a lane that's glowing in the dark shit like that so we go there we're in a clean lane no murders and there's a competition they spin a wheel and I went up I spanned the wheel I had to bring my dad with me because I was too shy to fucking go up and spin the wheel myself so I go up spin the wheel it's like wheels fortune fucking Grant Burgess no not Grant John Burgess John Burgess is up there. This is not real. He wasn't really up there. It was just one of these wheels. Tick, 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 tick. 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 Hold on. And it would come up with an activity, right? And the activity that came up was butt-to-butt bowling. So not only did I spin it, and it lands on butt to butt bowling. No home loans. Me and my dad then bend over, as I said, no home loans. And um, dad's facing dad's facing the fucking pins, right? Bent over, and I'm facing, you know, the the chairs at the end of the lane, right? I'm facing away from the pins, bent over, and our butts are touching. And I roll the ball through my out both our legs, right? Our legs are in the shape of an A, and I'm, I roll the ball through both our legs. Bang! I get a strike. No one else gets a strike. So I I I spun the wheel. It gets butt to butt bowling. Then I win butt to butt bowling, and I won some sort of prize. I forgot what I won, but that's one. Of, that is a bowling memory of mine. And um, there was a girl at work the other day at our bowling thing. She had to take a phone call and someone's like, oh, well, someone who's going to bowl for, you know, this person? Clay, you should, like, Clay, will you do it? And I went and did one and I just, instead of doing normal bowl, I did not through the legs, but I did underhand, like, you know, granny free throws, I did that. And I got like an eight. So that was, that was my help. But dude, anyone got a, um? dude, I got a legit work crush. Legit, Uh so legit that I uh, I actually did the old shit that I used to do in like high school, where you make an excuse, a stupid, embarrassing excuse to talk to this person, and then I went back to my desk and I was like, did I really do that? And you know what I did? I fucking worked from home the rest of the day because I was embarrassed. Um, you know, just you know, work crush. You know, people have them. I've got I've I've got a girlfriend, two dogs, happy. She's got a, you know. I would no details, no details for her. But well, I know the details, but I'm not putting them out there in case someone from work listens. But I went and I did excuse to chat, had the chat, went back to my desk, and immediately wished I would just disappear. So that that still happens as an adult, bro. Only if you're me though, probably. If you have severe social skills issues, <laughs> oh man, it's wild, bro. It's wild. Even my boss, my boss was at the um, my boss was at bowling the other day, and I hadn't seen him in ages, right? And I was just like, "Oh, how you going?" And he's like, "Yeah, blah blah." And I was like, "Um, oh yeah, I went and had a hit the other day. Talking about golf, which was true, but I only went to the driving range." He's like, oh, how'd you play? Like, what course did you do? And instead of saying, nah, just driving range, I was like, I just, I told him the, the name of the course where I did the driving range. And he goes, oh, which course? And I was like, oh, north. Instead of telling him driving range, he's like, oh, what'd you shoot? And I said, I can't remember. And then I wished I was dead. <laughs> what kind of fucking psycho am I, dude? Come on, bruh. Wild. Wild, bruh. Um, yeah, bowling, dude. and oh man, I had this, um, dude, I had this, this memory, bro, like I, I never, when I, when my parents were together, right, I was like, I want a, um, you know, little brother, a little sister, that's what I wanted, and then, when they split up, I was like, if these if one of these motherfuckers has kids with anyone else, I'm going to scream, you know? I'm going to fucking scream. Right? And um Dad and Alison one day they're moving house. And Alison, this is some real this is some severe fuck shit, by the way. And I prop maybe I shouldn't air out, you know, family shit on here, but also if you don't act like this, this doesn't ever get talked about. Um, when, you know, when your stepson becomes a famous podcaster, right? So I fucking, we're, we're in this house and she goes, oh yeah, this one, you know, this could be the baby's room. And I remember it. I fucking remember it. It was Leicester Street. I remember, if the house is still there, I could probably point it out to you. It was Leicester Street in, I reckon the suburb was like Hilton-ish. You know, in South Australia, Adelaide, Leicester Street, Hilton. And she says, oh, this could be the baby's room. And I'm, I'm what the fuck? I remember, and I didn't say shit. I remember going home just being like to my mom, like, oh, Alison fucking said some, oh shit. So I've just said my stepmom's name. And I've noticed that my um, stepbrothers actually follow the podcast. Um, uh Instagram account, but you know, this. uh, I went home and I said, yo, what, she fucking said this shit today, and I was like, well, you know, maybe, you know, it could happen, it's not my business, blah, blah, right, I'm just like, fuck, that sucks, man, and I, you know, fucking, when, when, you know, and then she eventually gets pregnant, and like, dad tells me, I'm like, oh yeah, all right, congratulations, you know, fake, fake congrats, and um, you know, ended up wishing some pretty, you know, negative shit, you know, about these children who I then, you know, ended up, you know, caring for and loving and changing diapers for. And now, you know, now whenever I hold a baby, I look natural. And, you know, Rachel Rachel gets, you know, craving for baby. You know, every time a friend has a baby, I hold it. I look like a straight up daddy, bruh, because I can hold a kid. I can hold the shit out of a kid, bruh, okay? Understand that. I can hold the shit out of a kid and it, you know, it turns girls on. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse because, you know, one, I don't know whether I'm like really actively pursuing kids right now. And every time I hold a kid, Rachel's like, let's do sex, you know? And then if I'm holding a kid, not around Rachel, every other girl's like, look at this straight up big daddy. They all start calling me Adam Sandler. <laughs> They're just like big daddy. Look at this guy. That is a big daddy. And then they start playing Biggie. I like it when you call me Big Papa. Put your hands in the air. If you're a true player. And I'm just there, like, you know. You know, all the chicks there, you know. Everyone starts lactating, even the dudes when they see me. <laughs> That's big daddy, baby. So, um, yeah, you know, I I love them, I guess. I don't really even know them that much. They're 14, I think. And I don't even once once they were born, I moved to Canberra for a year, which is an, you know, it's the equivalent of like Washington, DC, if you're in America. It's a it's a state, it's a the capital of our country. And it's not—it's—it's it's like its own sort of territory. It's not a state. It's in New South Wales, another state. But whatever. I moved there for a year, came home for a few months, went to college for five years, came back for a few months, went to Townsville for a year, came back for a couple of weeks, went to fucking Albury for two years, you know, come back and then dad moves up to Queensland, so I've never really lived around these kids, and I tried so hard when I was, you know, when they were younger, I was like, yeah, put them on the phone, they never wanted to talk, you know, and I hated being on the phone when I was, here. I actually still hate being on the phone right now, but, um, yeah man, it was, so I don't really have a bond with them, or, or whatever, but, um, sometimes one of them likes my shit on Instagram and it makes me smile a little bit, but I don't know, man. It's wild. It's, it's, it's wild. Like Rachel's got half siblings and she fucking loves it. Like she, you know, I always find this annoying with um, any parent and, you know, Rachel's super biased about her family, like next level bias, but like um, anyone that's got a kid, like, oh, she's so advanced for her age, right, and I've got friends having kids at the moment, uh, you know, people at work having kids, and everyone, oh, so advanced for her age, like, all the doctors say she's, like, the smartest, oh, she's the biggest, she's the small, whatever, like, hey, everyone, you're not, your kid's special, I get it, but not that special, everyone was a kid once, like, And and it's, you know, until it starts fucking doing equations and shit, I'm not sure how smart it is. Oh, we can put a square block in a square hole. Good for it. Who cares? You know? So, um, and Rage was like that with, you know, everyone in her family. The smartest, um, the cleverest, the cutest, the hottest, or the most beautiful, all of this. And, um yeah, I don't even really have that with my brothers. I talk to dad and dad's like, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good at basketball. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Cool. You know, that's it. And that's, and then I'm like, so what, you know, what are you doing? But uh, yeah, that was some, that's a wild move, brother, to, to just announce a child in front of another child who can speak English. That's some shit that like, um you know, Triple H would have done on, you know, World Wrestling Federation. He would have just been, that's like some heel shit. A heel, if you don't know what it is, is like the villain in wrestling. And that's, she could have easily gone to the WWF with that type of behavior or like Love Island, like pure manipulative shit. Just like, I'm going to put some flames out there and see if anyone's going to put it out. And like, let's see if this dude, when he's 31, has a healthy relationship with me, you know, wild shit, wild behavior, bro, for for an adult, and I guess she wasn't really, like, if she's 45 now, she would have been 30 at the time, they probably had kids, so, yeah, like, adult enough to know, like, she would have been, like, my age, right now, and I'm adult enough to know, like, and I'm a, you know, I'm a bit of a fuckhead, but like I'm adult enough to know not to do that to a kid. That's, that's wild style, bro. Real foul shit. We all do foul shit from time to time though, bro. Love Island, this bitch, f- bro. I, I've written jokes about Love Island. I've talked shit about it on the fucking podcast. I'm in. There I said it. I'm fucking in. Fucking watching these guys just fucking complaining about, you know, Jake. I don't know if he's authentic or if he's doing it for the cameras. I don't know if he's like true geyser though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just seems like you two have problems that you have to address. All right. I'm like, fuck. These motherfuckers. This bitch, Faye, wild for the night. I will not I will not accept it if she wins this show, bro. I won't fucking accept it. Faye is a foul bitch. I'm off her. I wish her nothing but uh, whatever the opposite of success is, uh, you know, demise. I don't know. I hate Faye, bro. Not into it. Is this a Clays Review? No, I've already reviewed Love Island. I gave it a low score. And it is trashy TV. It's garbage. It still gets a low score, but its I'm hooked on a low score TV show. That's all I'm saying. Hookability rate, maybe it gets a 0.5. Maybe I gave it a 4, and now it gets a 4.5. Trash shit, though. It's trash. And, you know, once this season's over, Rachel's losing all control off the TV. That's it. It's back to me. I've got no Clays reviews today because we keep watching this shit, you know? It's a fucking abhorrent, and I don't know what that means, so let's just Google that, Uh, abhorrent, Um, inspiring disgust and loathing, repugnant, and uh, I was entirely correct in using that word, And you know, sometimes I complain about my vocab and shit because I'm such an idiot, I don't read, but I just used a borant, and that shit was easy, bro. That shit was right fucking there, accessible, boy. I need a new HDMI cable. Um, shit. What else? What else? All right. Um, I, I don't even remember what I'm talking about now. So, if uh, oh man, I wish Boardman was here. News. <laughs> Uh, you probably all know about um, Afghanistan, bro. And I, what I guess what's happened is the Taliban have taken it over. And that, I don't know shit about you know really politics or news. But you know we do reporting here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. This is what my note says: Afghanistan. But I'm going to break it down for you without, you know, actual notes. This is what kind of reporter I am. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, okay? We've got unsourced t-shirts. If you want them, you should buy them at welcometothepotty.com slash store to support the show. Keep us rolling. Get Boardman some cash in his pocket for helping out. Uh, you know, when he bothers to show up. No, I'm just kidding. He's been here, you know, fucking every week for free. I'm not mad at him for not being here today. He had a... um thing of work thing last night said his his head's bumping and i said no problem you know because it wasn't one it wasn't a problem i'm just glad that he fucking is happy to help a brother out but anyway afghanistan dude um i guess the taliban's taken over so u.s pulled their troops right or something they're not actively there anymore, holding it down. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we're there. I don't really know what's going on. But Taliban's taken over, uh, and basically, this all of this time that's happened has done nothing. Nothing. We've been there. People have died. It's bit like I don't know how long we've been there—twenty years or some shit. Um. And I guess there was no exit strategy. They're just out of there, um, and Taliban's taken over. So people and I, you know, I deal with veterans every day, and they're they're on this thing like. So my friends have died for no reason. You know, I've I've done this, that, and the third for no reason. I am experiencing what i'm experiencing for no reason and that sucks man cuz i don't i don't really get it i don't really understand why they were there then to then pull out was and there was no exit strategy there was no like ongoing um plan to ensure that the taliban didn't take over dude there are military planes uh, taking off from you know the the places going back to from the bases going back to the US, um, and people are just hanging on to the side of the plane like they're Tom Cruise and shit, bro. It's wild for the night. You can see pictures of this shit. There was one that was supposed to, it was empty, I think, and it wasn't supposed to bring anyone back. It brought back like 600 Afghani's or Afghans. I don't know what the correct term is, but it's all sorts here. Welcome to the poly Podcast, but. Uh, the 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 captain of the ship made it made a call and was like oh we're bringing them in and then you've got Laura Ingram you know Fox News saying it's not our responsibility to take in these Afghani what what do you what what do we do then well not us I'm I'm Australian not American but what you just let them die your country's not overrun by fucking you know aliens they call them immigrants. And yeah, is Laura Ingram a white bitch with blonde hair and blue eyes? Yes. And she, she doesn't want, she, she would like, you know, she, she like, she probably really didn't mind Hitler's model. Okay. She's probably like, yeah, well, he was doing pretty well. You know, the Soviets were about to get him. So he necked himself. Well, he, blew his brains out, so the Soviets never got, so he did all that shit, bro, holocaust, bro, holocaust, remember that, by the way, that's a real thing, you fucks, the holocaust happened, this dude is about to get caught by the Soviets, blows his own brains out, never has to deal with the consequences, that is some real bitch shit, bro, Hitler was a straight up bitch, I'm not very good at that, I don't know how to do Austrian accent, but this Austrian fuck nigga just couldn't do art good enough, got rejected from art school. And he's like, oh, okay. So instead of paintings, I'll do Holocaust. Wild, bro. I don't even know why it's called Holocaust because I'm sure that, okay, let's Google that. Holocaust. Meaning, let's see that. Holocaust. Destruction or slaughter on a mass scale, especially caused by fire or nuclear war. Historical. A Jewish sacrificial offering that was burned completely on on an altar. Holocaust. The systematic state-sponsored killing of 6 million Jewish men, women and children and millions of others by Nazi Germany. Right, anyway, that's wild to now be on my, um, you know, my search engine history, but um. Yeah, bro. I don't, I don't. I don't understand what's going on in Afghanistan. I don't af. I don't af- understand. Okay. I don't Afghan understand. That's the. All I know is that it's. It all seems very meaningless. What like all this time has been. All these deployments. All these people that have. You know gone on tour over there for what and what's next do they is there another sacrificial lamb do they set up a leader do they set up a new leader over there and say oh look this is the leader of the Taliban once we kill him shit's sweet is this all about money because obviously these cats these cats are, you know, providing the Taliban with weapons. What do you think? They're, you think the Taliban's just out there fucking, you know, digging holes and finding AKs? Or you reckon they're getting delivered? You know what I'm saying? Wild shit to think about, bro. And who's in charge of it all? Probably the banks, dude. I don't know. I don't fucking know. All I know is that OnlyFans. OnlyFans is not doing porn anymore. And that's because of pressure from the companies that handle the transactions. So these banks, big banks, big, you know, big finance, taking a cut from each transaction, don't want porn to be part of that anymore. So bung. OnlyFans are saying no more porn. So guess what? Only cents, bruh, no more dollars. So Tiger's going to be doing his own his own OnlyFans type thing. I don't know what it's called, but it's going to allow porn on it. Bung, bung. Bitch is going to be over there making that bread. He's only going to be taking 10% of their income instead of 20% like OnlyFans was doing. Dude, this is big business, dude. So everyone's going to go over there. It's going to have more shit. It's going to have NFT, podcast, music, all types of shit. I'm probably gonna have to get on that shit, whatever that is, and then you can listen to the podcast on there. Like you know, extra shit. Do some extra shit on there. Extra extra content. You know, dick pics. You can see my slab if you want. My asshole. It's my asshole is fully healed from the scolding. So you can you can check that out. What's OnlyFans without porn? YouTube maybe, or you know. Patreon. I'm sure you can probably even do porn on Patreon. It's just YouTube. What's the point? What is the fucking point? Live just live stream on YouTube and don't take your pussy out. You know? Unfucking real, bro. I don't know. I don't know who's making the decisions. It seems like banks, bro. It seems like it's all finance. People, you know, the world spins on. You know, the world spins on the dick of, you know, the wealthiest man. Jeff Bezos is the wealthiest man again. Stock market crashed again, and the guy ahead of him dropped five percent, and Jeff only dropped one point three percent. Boom! Now he's the richest man again, which is wild. Or richest person, I think which is usually a man because of because of quality don't matter anymore and that's why anymore what am I talking about bro I wonder what this episode has been like it's better when LaVelle, uh when boardman's here because I can you know I can hear him snickering over there but I'm just sitting over here not really knowing how this is all being um pulled back you know like a foreskin how how, th- how you guys are receiving this you know? Um, I think we got. I do have a list of advice emails here, so let's hit that. We that need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right. Um, got some advice emails here. Jesus, might need to print this out a bit bigger next time. Um, all right. So this first one's coming in from Peter, and it says, "I'm going to lose my virginity in a few hours." any advice? Uh, and it's probably too late now because honestly, oh, this email came in this morning and it is now 2.30 in the afternoon. So I'm hoping that, you know, Peter, you know, Peter, the dick beater got <laughs> Peter, the dick beater, you know, did some sex, but let's see what he's got to say. What's up Claytron. I love the show. I'm a 19 year old college student. And me and the girl I'm going with are gonna spend the night at a hotel and split the bill on the room. (laughs) And that's romance. And that's how you really wanna pop your own cherry, dude, is just romantic shit like splitting the bill and talking finances before you even do it. That's (laughs) I'd say that's your first mistake, bro, was you gotta just save up for a few more weeks on your parents' allowance and, and pay for the fucking room, bro. I'm a bit nervous, but I'm ready. And wanted to know if you have any tips I should use for my first time. Um, one thing I wanted to ask is if I use a condom, does it reduce the pleasure in sex? Hey, dude, not if. Not if, baby. You're definitely going to strap up, I hope. I, You know, it's probably like I said, it's probably already happened by now, Peter, Peter, Dick, 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 Beta. Um, but... Peter, Peter, the dick beater. Uh, Dude, that is the fucking funniest shit I've ever come up with, I think. Um, (laughs) uh, dude, you better have strapped up, you know, you're in college. This girl, this girl's probably already got three or four bodies this week. You are sharing this girl. Okay. Strap the fuck up for your entire college career like I did. Okay. Um, Sometimes you're going to forget or be too drunk to, I don't know, but strap up. I don't know how good you are at sports. Some girls are going to try and catch you slipping. Oh, I'm, I'm on the pill. Don't worry about it. Bang. Now you've got a kid and you got to pay for that when you become pro at sports. Fuck that, doggy. Um, Tips in, in terms, oh, will it reduce pleasure with a condom? Yes, it will. But wear one, dude, if you want pleasure, I don't know, use her mouth or something, and you can still get bad things from, you know, oral, but you can't have a kid, so, you know, um, yeah, I would just strap up every fucking single time, bro, until you are in a committed relationship when you're out of college, committed relationship in college don't mean shit, okay, I was in one, Hold on, how many committed relationships was I in in college? Two. Two. Elena cheated on me um, uh, and was probably for a while before I actually found out. And then this other one, Julie, she, I'm pretty sure she cheated on me and then she... Only a kiss, though. She actually admitted it. She said, oh, this guy kissed me. And I was like, well, why did he think that was cool, though? Like, you put yourself in these situations, right? And then when he's putting his face near your face, why did your face not move back? You know, so that seems intentional. But And then she, um, oh, she was getting too serious, so she broke up with me, and then she wanted me back, but I was already with Elena. You know, and then Elena cheated on me and she was happy about it. So that was pretty nice of her. So you this all, it all happens for a reason. You're not supposed to be with these motherfuckers. No, not in college. No, fuck, it. fuck your whole, you know, college career away, bro. Just fuck, 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 fuck. But strap up, doggy. And, you know, foreplay, do foreplay if you, you know, if you want it to be good for her. And, you know, your little dick's probably not going to make her come. So make sure you're doing all the, you know, the lead up. Play with the pussy, do, you know, clitoris work. You're not only, fuck it, when you're doing finger bashing, don't just go in and out of the puss, like, brr, don't just do that. you got to rub the clit, bruh. You know? Put your mouth on it from time to time. You know? You know? Nipples, play with her nipples a bit. Kiss her neck. You know? Shit like that. Squeeze that cheek. Squeeze that cheek, bruh. Give it a little, little... Slap that cheek, bruh. Butter those buns. You know? Act like you're making a sandwich. Butter those buns, baby. Okay? Butter them. Clap them cheeks, boy. Hit it. Okay? Do some shit like that. Freaky shit. Grab a... Dude. Grab her from the back of the head. I think I said this to some dude last week. Grab, just And just feel, feel a bit dangerous. Don't pull her hair, but just grab it. And let her know that you're fucking right there. And she would just be like, oh my God, this guy's in control. Some shit like that, bro. That'd be my advice. What do I know though? What do I know, bro? Um, but do that. Try that out. Try that on for size, baby boy um but make sure make sure you wear a condom all right next one uh from alex hey boss man so i've been struggling with something for a while now i keep finding myself slut shaming people mostly internally to myself or behind their backs and you haven't said whether you're man or woman alex alex is you know one of those names androgynous i think the word is let's let's google androgynous androgynous meaning partly male, partly female in appearance of indeterminate sex. Okay. So like um, Megan Rapinoe, was that mean Tilda Swinton? Oh shit. Oh shit. There's okay. There's two high, high profile guests. You're never going to get along with, add them to the list of LeBron and Drake. Um. Yeah, so, but it sounds like you're a girl, okay? It sounds like you're a girl if you're doing shit behind people's backs, okay? Uh, I realize that this isn't very kind behavior, but at least I think I have an explanation for my behavior. While it isn't an excuse, however, I'm asexual, meaning I feel little to no sexual attraction. However, in my case, sometimes it's flexible and I'm mildly to moderately sex repulsed. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that, but, you know, sorry, not sorry. Uh, meaning I feel a mild to moderate repulsion to sex or promiscuity. Again, this isn't an excuse, just an explanation. I rarely ever slut shame someone to their face, but I do frequently say mean things about them in my head. How do I stop this behavior? This isn't who I want to be. Um, one way to stop that behavior is uh, just don't be a cunt. Why are you being a cunt, Alex? I still don't know if you're a man or a woman. I would say, based on your behavior, and this is, you know, sexual stereotyping, but you seem like a woman. Um, uh, excuse, And you're saying this isn't an excuse, just an explanation. I think you need to do some Googling of your own to figure out the difference between excuses and explanations, bro. Uh, sometimes people get those mixed up. And I think you are. Because it sounds to me like an excuse and you're calling it an explanation. Um, Yeah, man, just don't be a cunt. Why why are you being like this to these people? Some people like to fuck. Like our friend Peter, Peter, dick beater, okay? Are you mad at him? Are you mad at the girl who's going to, you know, feel his wrath? (laughs) She's gonna hate it, Peter. Dude, everyone's first time is terrible i remember my first time it was planned just like yours but i didn't you know do finance um and i you know you know i did foreplay like i like the advice i gave you i did a little bit of you know fingering and then she said to me do you want me to give you hand or head and i was an idiot and i said i don't care so she started jacking me off um and then she sat on my wiener and we did sex. And, um, you know, I've seen orgasms since then and she certainly did not have an orgasm. Not from me anyway. I'm sure she's had one since with, you know, other other people definitely didn't get one from me. Uh, I'm probably a terrible, you know, terrible memory for her. Just like you're going to be Peter, Peter, Dick, Peter. Um, Alex, don't be a cunt. Um I don't know, normalize sex in your life see a therapist about your asexuality Maybe maybe it isn't just your sexuality. Maybe there's a block there Maybe there is some trauma stopping you from uh, able to normalize sex or you know what you you, you said repulsed. that seems you know maybe. Someone got diddled. And I don't, yeah, hey, I don't mean to say that lightheartedly. I just, you know, I've never met an asexual person. Sometimes I feel asexual. That's usually when I've eaten, you know, one and a half pizzas from Ace's Pizza, the best pizza in Adelaide. I am so full, I don't feel like I can fuck. Okay. So maybe just try not being a cunt, Alex, and maybe seek some therapy. I don't know. Sorry for the, um, it's precise, calling you the C word, but if you're going to say something to somebody or about it, maybe, Hey, sometimes you don't even need to say it to about them behind their backs. Keep it to yourself. And also just, yeah, sometimes it's good to shut the fuck up. Blah. Next one coming in from Sarah. I'm almost 18 and I rely too much on my parents and Sarah, just from that subject line, you're self-aware. That's the start. It's same with you, Alex. You you seem self-aware, but you're making excuses for yourself. Um, Okay, from Sarah. I've never been much of an independent kid. Growing up, I was the quiet girl who would always be found clung to her mom. And I was was just like this. I really was. I would always hug my parents' legs and be the most annoying cunt in the room. Um, She always expressed her concern over my lack of autonomy. Now that I've grown up, it's catching up to me. All the kids my age are so independent... So eighteen, they go out on their own, take the bus, etc. Those things I legitimately, legitimately can't imagine doing myself right now. Whenever I have a bigger problem, I, I just automatically go to my parents so they can solve it for me. I'm starting to feel ashamed over that stuff and want to be more independent, but I don't know what to start with. I'm always just kind of overwhelmed with the possibility of failing. Um. Your parents might be partly the blame. Maybe they have been overprotective. Maybe they have been overly critical of you if you have failed or somewhat failed something in the past. Um, so I'd maybe examine that in yourself and in them. And if you identify something, maybe talk to them about it. Um, ask them if they're proud of you. Ask them if you're independent enough. You said, you. yeah, your mom has expressed concern. Uh, but if she's expressed concern, but she's still enabling you, like taking you places and doing everything for you, that's not good either. Uh, start with baby steps. Start with baby steps. Um, ask your mum to take you halfway somewhere and then then get on the bus. I mean, who takes the bus anyway? Get an Uber. Um, you're 18, maybe maybe it's a financial thing. Why don't you go get a job? Then you've got your own income. That That's you know, independence personified, or not personified, but that is is, uh, the definition of independence, go to work, get your money, you know, pay for yourself, do shit like that, do some cleaning around the house without being asked, just do shit that seems independent, seems adult, do baby steps though, start small, get bigger, Uh, go to college, Uh, just, if you're not going to college, go get a job, save up some money, and then be like, all right, I think I'm making enough money now, I'm going to move out, I'm going to go get a roommate, because no roommate wants to look after you, you know, people want to look after themselves, your parents don't want to look after you, you're 18, Uh, not, you know, not in a bad way, like, they'll obviously always be there for you, but they don't want to baby you forever, so go get a job, and sort that shit out, just, just do something, do something about it, you're aware, you know what you're supposed to do, I think, I think you did the right thing by writing in. I think you just needed someone to tell you. You need to take control of it. And if it is, hey, if it is your parents, maybe that's a conversation you got to have. Like, hey, you guys are babying me, man. I need to fucking, I need to branch out on my own. If you aren't going to help me be independent while I live here, I'm going to have to leave. Maybe they want you to leave and maybe they'll say that's a good idea and we can help you with that. And then say, no, let me help myself. Okay, Uh, good luck with that one, Sarah. And one more before we go. From Imogen, and this is what? We've got Peter Peter the Dick Beater, Alex, who we're not sure is male or female, but sounds like a female, and two females here, Sarah and Imogen. So three female letters today, maybe? Two Two at minimum? I like that. I like that. Um. So this one's from Imogen. Boyfriend cheated on me. What do I do? Hey, tall (laughs) Rudd. I like that. I like that. That sounds like a joke I would make if I wasn't so tall that I couldn't make tall jokes. So yeah, congratulations, Imogen. You made me laugh. Hey, tall Rudd. Hope you're well. Absolutely love the potty. Anyway, I'll get to it. Backstory. My boyfriend was flirting with another girl. I confronted him and asked if she was a friend and he lied several times. When I eventually found out he was cheating, he apologized and begged for another chance. They never had actual sex, but the fact he cheated on me for no reason sickens me. Okay. Before I keep going, you haven't said how he cheated. You've said they didn't have actual sex. What did he do? Did he just kiss her? Did he, you know, suck a titty? Did he, you know, finger bash her? Did he get his D sucked, you know. Uh, and you said for no reason. There is no reason for ch- cheating, you know, really. There are reasons, but you still shouldn't do it. Um, just like that Bill Bird joke. Um, he says, <laughs> you know, he he keeps hearing that there's no reason to hit a woman. And he goes on to say, there's plenty of reasons to hit a woman, but you never do it and that's like cheating you, there's plenty of reasons to cheat on somebody but you still shouldn't do it um i'm a virgin i plan on losing it to him since i felt very comfortable and i don't think i could lose it to anyone else i told him recently that he cheated that since he cheated i don't think i could have sex with him maybe if i built out trust and took time to heal then maybe is it dumb to lose it to him after what he did yeah i uh, for a girl, I think it should it should have a bit more meaning. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. To, that's probably sexist to say, but um, you don't want to lose it to a guy like that. Try and lose it to someone that cares about you. I know. I know. Guys just try and. St- it's part of being a guy, and your hormones go crazy, and you just you've always got a boner. You know, you're in math class. Your your table's all you know creamy on the bottom because you sprayed out under the desk, but. You, as a female, I think you should try and do it with someone that cares about you or at least respects you enough not to cheat on you. Even if it's a one-night stand, at least it's with someone that didn't cheat on you, you know? I wouldn't do it with this guy. I wouldn't get back with him as a partner either. He's already shown he's untrustworthy. You sound young. You didn't say how old you are, but um, you're not going to last with this guy regardless. Nah, nah. You said you, you don't think you could lose it to someone else. Hey, Every relationship feels that way. Even the older you get. The the older you get, the more often you get your heart broken. Every time feels like it hurts worse. Oh, I thought this one was the one. Oh, I thought this one was the one. And in hindsight, you realize that none of those exes really made you truly happy anyway. The ones ones that, that hurt the most are the ones you never fucking made it with. You were saying, you were doing this, you were doing that. You never were official. You kind of fizzled out. There, there was respect there. There was probably a love there, but like it never got said, and it, you know, you remember them. But the exes that broke your heart, cheated on you, and things like that—they never ended up meaning and end up meaning shit later. So I would, I would hold off. There's no rush to lose your virginity either. Like I was a youngster when I lost mine. I kind of, kind of regret it. I kind of regret it, man. Um, you know, I, not, not regret, but like the girl I did it with was a childhood friend and uh, we trusted each other and that was awesome about it. And, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't regret it, but it would I was probably a bit too young. It would be nice to be like more sexually mature and, and all of that shit. So I don't think there's, you know, it's too late. If, if you're 40, that's probably waiting a bit too long. A bit, bit of a red flag for others. But if you're, you know, if you get to like 21 or something like, fuck it, you know, you waited. That's fair. Um, But you sound like it. You, you almost sound like a teenager, man. So nah, don't fuck this dude, man. <laughs> um, Anyway, I am done, I'm done for today, Uh, please, 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 please rate and review the podcast five stars, please, I'm trying to rise in the algorithm, I want this thing thing to grow and I really need you guys to help me out with that, Uh, it's, you know, I'm putting in a lot of hard work and thank you guys for listening but please just rate and review the show five stars, um, even, you know, even if you're, if you're not going to listen to another episode, please just give it five stars and, um, you know, grab your, when you go to your parents' house for dinner or something, grab their phone and just go into the Apple podcast app and give it five stars and get out of it. Just, just get those five stars coming. So, so we can, uh, you know, really, really get this shit booming a bit. Cause, um, yeah, it's just, it's tough. It's tough, man. It's it's tough out there. It's a saturated market. Please help me out, man. Right, that's that's it. You know where to find us. Welcome to the party on everything. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I love you guys. Make sure to love yourselves. And as always, bung bung. Yeah. Baby